A lot is never too late to meet the right person. Yous not need that for a fulfilling life, yeah? I mean, when yous comfortable with yourself, everything can fall into place. And if not, The Sixth World. Magic is real. Shamans call forth spirits and spells with the power of their will. Riggers command entire drone squads to take down their enemies or protect their teammates. Technomancers and deckers pull down the walls of information security dividing the masses from the truth. Unfortunately, we can't do any of that. In this world of sorcery and high technology, we take a different path. We are brawlers, shooters, hunters, kenchutsuka, and mercenaries. Each of us has a code. Whether it's keep your word, protect the weak, or always get paid, we live by it. And woe to those who would ask us to betray it. We are the Razor Kids, the Weapon Specialists, and the Cyber Thugs. We are Street Samurai. Welcome to Move by Wire. Oh my. Ohio, and welcome to Move by Wire, broadcasting on Radio Free Detroit. I am your host, the loquacious Lagomorph Usagi. Today's episode is brought to you by the Church of President Dunkelzon Reborn, marrying church and state since 2058. Your host has a curious one to talk about Chummers, if only because he isn't one to personally experience the topic all that often. Today we're discussing the amorous adventures of the auspiciously armed and augmented. That's right, it's time to talk about Razor Kid Romance. That's right, we, because today Lucky Usagi has a most excellent co-host, the outstanding Sergeant Butch of the Pink Mohawk Edition Matrix cast. Hi chums, I'm Sergeant Butch, Chaos Mage and longtime Shadowrunner. While I'm certainly not a Razor Kid, I do have my fair share of experience with Romance in the Shadows. Well, the one thing Gardemange and I talked about was that Sam's can't do it alone, we rely on our teammates. So even if you haven't crammed yourself full of experimental organs and cybernetics, we're glad to have your input today. <laughs> Uh, thanks. <laughs> Anytime. So to get things started, I thought we'd play a short clip from our colleagues over at the amazing Resting Glitchface Matrix cast. What do you think is the most enjoyable part of pursuing a romance as a Shadowrunner? Cammy, me, Cammy, um, thinks that the best part of romance is Shadowrunning is the fact that you can, um, you know, you can kind of have a... A little romance here and there, and then you can just leave them to die. You know what I mean? That's how, how it is. <laughs> also, the fact that there is a, a, a plethora, as uh, one would say, of uh, available men who are maybe not very good looking. But, you know, they're, uh, you, know you can uh, persuade them pretty easily with your good looks and big boobs. This is a shit show. <laughs> here, I think the best part about being uh, a shadow runner who is, you know, available is dating the first hot girl that shows up offering you a job. Whoa, really? I'd never done it before. Yeah, okay. Well, I think the best part of being a Shadowrunner uh, with romance is you get to see her do some really cool stuff and sometimes she protects you and it's super <gasps> sweet. <laughs> I didn't. You were supposed to be a face, but instead, you're a street Sam. You just shot me through the heart. Mine was a shit show? Are you kidding me? What's the most complicated part of romance with a runner? I'll go first on this one. Uh, sometimes, whenever you're dating a runner, she makes really dumb decisions and, like, signs up for 
fights that are rigged and that she's going to get murdered at. Really? Because I think that the I think that the most complicated and difficult part of being a runner is being afraid that your partner's weird ex-boyfriend is going to just fucking snipe you for no reason. He hasn't even shown up a single time. I don't think he's even in St. Louis. He is very scary. He's it's fine. I simultaneously want to fight him, but I want to know You're more you're more worried about him than Humanus. Yeah, I'm more worried about Blackthorn than I am about Humanus. And I feel like that should just tell you how confident that I am that I will win this fight. I'm not worried about the fight. I'm worried about everything surrounding the fight. I'm gonna win. That's all that matters. Do you ever just argue with your your partner uh, in the middle of an interview? (laughs) Oh, right. We're being interviewed. Uh, Cammie? You know, I guess the best part about... What is the question again? I couldn't concentrate. What's the most complicated part of romance with a runner? Probably when you have to murder them, right? Well, when your love interest is on the other side, the bad side, and then you have to fucking kill him, and then he's just never coming back to you, and you love him so much. Any adorable slash terrible stories of your romantic involvement? Hmm. Yeah. So remember that time when the old apartment imploded? Oh, yeah. And you, you were outside and you saw the building collapse. Yeah, that was terrifying. And then you, were, you, were, you called out my name. You didn't call out my runner name, but you called out my name. And that made me feel so warm and fuzzy. Hmm. I was really worried about you. Oh. Oh, really? Really? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. You were Good. gone. I <laughs> know, oh, I wasn't here. I, I, have no, I, I don't know what I'm doing here, guys. <laughs> I was not prepared for this. I didn't study for this exam. I like that you think you have to study for a, for an interview. Well, when you, when you, That's usually how Kami does it anyways. What was the question again? <laughs> any, any cute or, or terrible romantic entanglement incidents during a run? I guess that wasn't technically a run, but it felt like a run. Yeah. You know, I was going through some stuff, and we're getting ready to go on a run, and, you know, I get a nice little, I don't remember if it was a phone call or a text or both from my uh, new love affair uh, dog leash, and how he wants to have some dinner with me and create a family and, (laughs) you know... Really? He wants to create a family Fuck already? Fuck no! Are you kidding me? We just don't know. Oh my god. Kimmy, <laughs> you're so thirsty. Kimmy. Get with Kimmy's program. Oh god. I don't know. Hmm. I can't think of any cute stories with me. I can think every- of a lot of cute stories with you and Liliana. Hey. You went on runs with Liliana? No. Actually, I didn't. I just dated Liliana. Liliana explicitly broke up with me for doing dangerous shit. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I... This is really awkward. Why would you say that? Everybody else has a love interest for reals. When I'm just got... You were proposed to! You know what? Like two days ago. It was bad. He was gonna die anyways. I had to kill him. Or it was over. What?! You killed him? Uh, well, listen. The cobras were gonna kill him. He took me to this place, and then I had to talk to this man, and it was either, and he gave me a look, and the look, not the scary man, the the big man, I don't remember his name, Mr. White, I don't know. I don't know what his name was. What are we even, what am I even doing here? I I don't understand why. We're here to answer Bunny Sam's question. Anyways... 
<laughs> I had to kill him for some reason. I'm sorry. He was gonna be killed in a in a terrible, terrible way, and I just had to end his life. And he told me to oh my in God. my ear. And I'm the only one who heard that. So. Uh-huh. Hey, you know what I think that's called? Psychosis. It's not called anything. He told me. I was around him a lot more than you guys were. Yeah, it definitely sounds like psychosis. Wow. That was a lot more than the hair asked for. Or was expecting. Or prepared for. <laughs> oh, this team is a hot mess. Gotta love him for it, though. Absolutely. But it does bring up a joke Tanoki uh, told Usagi once. Shadowrun romance is a lot like making love to a porcupine. <laughs> ah, a weird metaphor, but I can see how that works. Do you say so? Might you have something to share to get our topic rolling? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so a lot of runners have a rule about never dating your teammates, right? Oh, well, I kind of broke that rule when I was running back in Berlin, and honestly, I don't regret it one bit. It worked out for me pretty damn well. What's funny is that when we started working together, uh, well, you know, I kind of stepped into a leadership position and she hated it. She came from a military background like me and she's just as stubborn as I am, so there was a lot of tension between us for a while. She's a big troll, really strong, and could easily have snapped my spine like a fragging toothpick. <laughs> now, luckily, when I revealed that I was actually a sergeant in the past and tried to smooth things over, she backed off and started listening to me. <clears throat> uh, anyway. Rocky start. Gotta dance around a team dynamic, deal with the dangers the shadows throw at you, and keep up the professional appearance, and adding romance into the mix can really throw a wrench into all that. That does sound rough. I admit, the hair is coming to this conversation from a weird angle because, well, I'm ace. I don't really get the physical side of things. But uh, I am currently dating someone, and we've had a few of those same complications. Granted, neither of us are much for professional appearance. Our running gear is very aesthetic. But it is hard to focus on the job when they're pinned down and I have to keep overwatch on the rest of the team when they're in trouble. Yeah, I know how that is. We worked together as a pair for a bit, without a larger team, and when either one of us was in danger, it was pretty damn hard to worry about the larger task at hand. But even with all that, it's kind of worth it. The hare likes to cook, and I like it when I can make something for them that's better than the dreck you can get from Stuffer. Like, I like knowing I scored some fresh fruit and making little apple rabbits for them. Huh. Yeah, fresh fruit is one of the things I'd always shell out for, no matter how expensive it was. Being able to take care of someone and having someone to take care of you, especially when they understand what it's like to come home from a tough run because they were right by your side through the whole thing, is pretty rewarding. Even if it doesn't last. What? Oh, uh, nothing. Fair enough. Well, that does touch again on what the glitches were saying. This is all extremely complicated. I, I admit I've never had to go so far as killing someone I'm with, but my partner knows a lot about me, I know a lot about them. Either one of us can do some pretty terrible damage with what we know, even by accident. I've still got a bounty on my head from and if they come after me with the big guns, they'll absolutely try to come through my partner. They won't even hesitate, so sometimes the temptation to break up just to protect them is right there. Yeah, that's uh, that's part of the reason I'm hesitant about getting involved with anybody again beyond a one-night stand. I know this is going to sound pretty out of place in a talk about romance, but honestly, I'm worried about hurting the person I'm with, whether it's directly or no. It's also the reason that I'll never date long term outside of the shadows. I'm not going to saddle a civilian with all that dreck. 
I agree with that second part, but to totally contradict myself on the breakup to keep them safe, I've had to balance that with maybe they're safer with me. If I'm involved, I can be available if they do come for um, them. But either way, being involved is just taking everything on. That that came out kind of mixed, but... Ah. No, no, no. I understand where you're coming from. It's kind of a catch-22 there. Uh, so here's a topic. Dating while being a Shadowrunner. Uh, I've certainly got enough of my own stories, but Usagi, what are your dates with your partner like? Oh, well, we we tend to like the quiet things. As glamorous as the trids make it, being a Shadowrunner is exhausting. Like, like I've said, my body burns calories like a furnace, and I just, I'm so worn out after a run. Then there's the fact that I technically have metadata still on the corporate matrix, so being ID'd is a risk. So we just spend a lot of time watching classic trid shows like Beastars or Gretsuko. Oh, and karaoke down at the days, punk and metal nights are just great. Yeah, Loki dates are pretty underrated in my opinion. Shadowrunning really is exhausting, and staying in certainly does have its appeal after a rough job. Especially if you got a lot of heat on your crew. Making dinner, watching trids, and falling asleep on the couch with your partner is one of the best feelings in the world. Also, buying gear together and trips to the gun range together. My last partner taught me how to use a shotgun, and that was <laughs> a lot more intimate than you'd expect it to be. Absolutely. Also, watching them work on their specialty. My partner's a rigger, watching them work on their gear, customizing it, seeing what makes them happy or what they enjoy working on, that's astonishingly good. It. It sounds like work, but it can be a date. Just spending time on your gear together and listening to them talk you through what they do. Yeah, I I don't know what it is, but when you really love somebody, even watching them do simple stuff like that becomes really exciting. There's just something really special about watching them in their natural environment, you know? Yeah, yeah. But to slightly change that topic, is there anyone you might be interested in watching while they're at work? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually. Uh, <laughs> that's a secret, though, uh, she might be listening. Uh, oh, what I can tell you, though, is I actually met one of my regular fixers in a hookup. Oh. <laughs> I saw her at a bar that I frequent, and I went over to talk, and she took me home. And when we got to talking about ourselves, I found out that she was a fixer. Uh, I really needed work, so I, uh, I had to figure out how to flip the script and turn things professional. Uh, surprisingly, it hasn't been weird since then. At all. <laughs> I can I can see how that has the potential to go very wrong. Kudos for making the switch cleanly. Seriously, <laughs> I could not have done that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it wasn't easy. Uh, so what's our takeaway here? Don't do it, but since you're probably going to do it, be careful and consider the risks. <laughs> uh, I, I don't... I don't think that's it. Probably not, but as I said, the hair is not exactly an expert. I think engaging in the whole romance thing is uh, a lot more difficult as a Shadowrunner. You gotta be a lot more careful about it compared to the average person, and when things don't work out, they really don't work out. However, that's not really a reason to swear it off entirely. When you meet someone you know is right for you, you kinda have to just go for it. Uh, to quote the Brits, who dares wins? I can get behind that. Well, I think that's a good place to send off. Thanks for coming to the show, Sergeant. Yeah, thanks for having me, Usagi. Thank you for listening, everyone. I have been your host, Usagi, and this has been my guest, Sergeant Butch. You can follow her exploits at the Pink Mohawk Edition podcast at pinkmohawkedition.podbean.com. 
and follow them on the tweet box at Pink Mohawk Pod. You can find all the episodes of Move by Wire on Radio Free Detroit, which is at ziggydetroll.podbean.com, and send me a message on the tweet box at WireMove. Jeanne, and stay lucky, chummers. has sole ownership of all names, logos, artworks, et al., and all Shadowrun things. They have given permission for Radio Free Detroit to use such names, logos, artworks, marks, and all other proprietary material for promotional or informational purposes on their website, but they do not endorse and are definitely not even close to affiliated with Radio Free Detroit or Ziggy in any official capacity whatsoever. Radio Free Detroit is licensed with a Creative Commons Attribution non-commercial share-alike 4.0 international license. Information is free, chummers. Just tell them where you get it from.